Oh, hello everybody. Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Wednesday, October the 14th. Hope you're having a tremendous day, and unlike yesterday, we have some video game news to talk about. So first things first, let's kick things off with Call of Duty. So if you have ever played Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is the most recent one, or perhaps Warzone, then you're gonna know that the game is absolutely massive. Uh, currently it clocks in at 225 gigabytes on PC, and one of the chief complaints about the game is exactly that. It takes up too much space on the hard drive. Well, today, if you are playing Call of Duty on PC, then you are now getting the ability to uninstall specific game modes in order to free up space. If you play all of the game modes, then you're out of luck. Apparently, console users have been able to do this for a while. And, I mean, hey, regardless of where you're playing, uh, if you'd like, you can free up that space to make room for the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Beta. That's gonna be arriving on Thursday. Why a game needed to be this massive in the first place, I'll never know. I mean, it's gotta be the largest game on the market, right? Though I suppose that's something they can do when they're also the best-selling game on the market. And to be fair, many other AAA games are above 100 gigabytes in size. Though everything I've heard indicates that they just didn't optimize the game very well. This is a short story, but it is being reported that Rockstar have officially acquired Ruffian Games, and are going to be renaming them Rockstar Dundee which is where they're located. Now, this wasn't officially announced, there wasn't a press release or anything, but news outlets managed to figure it out through some job postings. If you don't know, Ruffian Games is most well known for creating Crackdown 2, and I believe they helped make Crackdown 3, but weren't the primary developers. And they've also had just like a ton of support work for a number of Microsoft games, like the Master Chief Collection. So yeah, not much else to say there, but we'll see if anything comes out of that studio. <laughs> If you have ever familiarized yourself with the world of virtual reality, it is inevitable that you eventually came across a game called Beat Saber. If you don't know, it's a rhythm game where you use lightsabers to slash blocks heading right towards your face, and it's probably the most popular VR game ever made. Well, today, it gets multiplayer. Now, it isn't very extensive. Uh, basically, you and five other people can all play the same song at the same time, and then it just keeps track of everybody's scores. So you're, I guess you're competing to get the high score. And then you can also customize your own little avatar uh, for the first time in that game. So they're supporting every single track in the game, and they don't have crossplay yet, but apparently it's coming soon. So, I mean, hey, it's not Rock Band, but it's getting there. And, I mean, speaking of which, VR could really make, like, an actual Rock Band game, couldn't it? That would be pretty cool. I think I need that to be a game. Okay, and for our final story, I want to bring a game up to your radar. It's been recently announced. It's called King Arthur Knight's Tale, and I found it particularly notable for two reasons. First of all, it's coming from a Hungarian studio called Neocore Games. You might know them from the game The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. But even more importantly to me is the concept of the game, which is basically that it is an Arthurian-themed XCOM. So they call it a role-playing tactical game, which weaves the turn-based nature of XCOM with more traditional, you know, character-centric RPGs. Here's the blurb that they give, quote, The story campaign puts a huge emphasis on moral choices, which have significant consequences in a roguelite structure, adding extra tension to tactical and management decisions, end quote. Uh, so this game does have a Kickstarter campaign. However, the developers have noted that the game is releasing regardless of the outcome of the Kickstarter. A bit of an experiment for them. And that's pretty evident with their $150,000 goal. That's extremely low. 
It's currently slated for a PC release in early 2021, and they plan to put it on next-gen consoles as well at some point. And then if you really want to jump the gun, they have a beta in November. Folks, I do encourage you to check this out again. It's called King Arthur Knight's Tale, and the gameplay footage looks really entertaining. I love the aesthetic of it. Anyway, folks, that is going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I'm going to be back tomorrow with even more news. So until next time, my friends, happy gaming, everyone. How's it going, folks? TGO After Show. So, uh, I had a series of, of funny coincidences recently, and this is kind of on my mind because we have a community member, he's very active in the Discord server, uh, Ricky, you might know him as Captain Jack Skellington, that's his nickname on the, on the server. You know, he recently shared with us that, basically, he was turning every corner, and he was coming across Nier Automata, and then eventually I just started talking about Nier Automata on the show, and it felt like the universe was telling him, you must play this game. Well, I don't know if I have a story like that, but... Uh, today, Shelby and I decided we're gonna watch a movie. You might have heard of it. It's called A Knight's Tale. Uh, it's well known to be, uh, a film starring Heath Ledger in 2001. And then this game is coming out, right, that I just talked about, King Arthur, Knight's Tale. And every single article that talks about this game makes a reference to the movie A Knight's Tale. And it's so weird for me because I literally found out about A Knight's Tale today. Like, this is my first time you know, knowing that this movie exists. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting inundated with references to the movie, which I would not have understood whatsoever beforehand. I mean, I still don't understand it. I haven't seen the movie, but I know where the connection is, at least. Similarly, I, I've recently been playing a game called uh, Downhill... Or sorry, Lonely Mountains Downhill. I talked about it on the show previously. And you know, that game's been out for a while. It's not necessarily all that talked about very often. It's an indie game, so it's not, like, you know, front of mind for a lot of people, I guess. And then just today, again, in the feed, they announced a, a new DLC for the game. Had they announced this DLC, like, two weeks earlier or maybe two weeks later, if I'm gonna be done with the game by then, it wouldn't have been such weird timing, nonetheless. I've, uh, I've been pretty excited about the Beat Saber multiplayer for a while, because I know that they were planning on it. But then now that I know that it's just, you know, you play the same song and then try and get a high score, I kind of lost some of that excitement. And also, like, I don't have any friends that have VR, so I don't know who I was planning on playing with anyway, but... I don't know, I thought it would have been cool to have, like... Well, like I mentioned, Rock Band had this campaign for a local multiplayer, right? You took your Rock Band and you truly became a Rock Band, right? You started as an indie group or whatever. And it had this whole campaign mode. And, you know, something like that would probably require a lot of changes for a game like Beat Saber, but... Hopefully they have something in their pipeline, because, you know, that game has a ton of potential. I mean, the potential has already been fulfilled, I guess. They've made a ton of money. But moving forward, like, as VR tends to get more and more popular, more and more accessible, they're going to be able to iterate on that game constantly. Anyway, folks, cheers for tuning in, and I'll be back tomorrow. So until next time, farewell.